Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 30th, and my special guest today is September McCarthy. She is the author of a brand new book, Why Motherhood Matters. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. So I've had the privilege of meeting September and uh, just basically over the internet, which I meet a lot of my friends over the internet these days. But when she sent me uh, Why Motherhood Matters, my heart just was so thrilled because like many of the guests that I have on my podcast, September shares the same heart that I do, which is to disciple children, to really tell mothers, hey, what you're doing is generational in nature and it carries with it the weight of eternity. And so... So I'm just excited. I know you guys are going to be thrilled to uh, hear what September has to say. She's going to encourage your heart. So September, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Heidi. I'm so honored to be here. So you and I have a few things in common. First of all, we have the same age range of children. So you have uh, children who range in age from 25 to six, just like I do. But you squeezed a few more in there. Kudos to you. (laughs) (laughs) just a few just a few in that age range just a few you have 10 children yep 10 children our oldest is 26 and our youngest or 25 i think yep and the youngest is six and uh we have two grandchildren also yeah so we're pretty much living parallel lives except for you have three more kids than i do so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and people say to me sometimes, you know, how in the world did you write a book? Like, how did you write a book? And I'm always saying, listen, it, it took me a lot. I don't know if it took you a long time to write Why Motherhood Matters. It took me a long time to write Becoming Momstrong. It like literally took a village of my people and my husband and my children. Um, how long did it take you to write Why Motherhood Matters? Well, you know, everyone does ask me that. And I say, basically, all the pages were written every day of my motherhood. So when it was time to sit down and write, the words were there. It was just trying to find the time. And it did. It took a village. My husband, Mm. my older children, my um, friends, everyone was part of the process. And so I'm really grateful that... uh, we all work together to get this to get this done. And I'm so blessed that it's yeah. finally finally in print so that I can look back and share it with now my children and my daughters in law. Yeah. So. so awesome. You and your man live in upstate New York. How long have you guys been married? We've been married uh, 28 years, and my husband's a builder. So in uh, Why Motherhood Matters, I refer to him as the builder. And on my blog, um, one September day, I refer to him as the builder. So if anyone reads the book and they're wondering, who is this person? Um, he, <laughs> my husband, we built our home and uh, we built our home together. And uh, so everyone knows him as the builder. 
That is so awesome. So I, <laughs> I, I want to just jump right into talking about moms because um, this podcast has been around for a long time. I don't know if you know this September, but we just celebrated our 500th episode here. Um, I saw that. Yeah, so I know. We were kind of excited. My husband and I looked each other across the table and we're like, that's a <laughs> lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. And then, you know, my kids were like, actually, that's a lot of you asking us to be quiet. Like, we, you know, we podcast in the closet, we did it in the bedroom for a while. And um, oh, it's wonderful. Well, and I, I got to thinking about how that relates to um, just mothers in general, because I think sometimes, you know, when we're when we're busy with our children or raising children, um, we we are in seasons where we exchange one dream for another dream. And it's so important for moms to keep in mind um, what they're doing and why it's so important and why it matters. And I just, I love your heart so much, your heart to teach children the word of God. And you touch on everything in this book. Um, you and I have, it sounds mm -hmm. like, had a similar experience of suffering uh, miscarriage and uh, the pain that that mm -hmm. brings with it because motherhood's really a journey. It's just, it's a journey of... Um, of kind of discovering who you are as a woman and what God's mm -hmm. call on your life is. And so I guess when I when I think about why motherhood matters and why uh, you wrote it, looking through all the, the chapter titles in here and seeing, um, I love that you said an invitation to purposeful um, parenting, because again, sort of shares mm -hmm. my heart so much. I'm like, the reason I wrote Becoming MomStrong and called it Becoming is because I'm always telling moms, we purpose what we become you know, uh, right. to we become what we intend to become through purposing uh, our lives a particular direction. So I love that, but I love, love, love your emphasis on the word. So I want to kind of focus there with you today because I know there's a lot of moms, especially we're going into the school, uh, into the school year, which I don't know about mm -hmm. you, but I'm just like, no, right? <laughs> I'm just yes, not. I'm right. not quite I'm not ready. Quite I'm not ready either. And I bet everyone listening is probably feeling the same way. Yeah. I just, um, yeah. I'm not, oh my goodness. I feel like maybe because of the book launch, but I don't really feel like I got much of a summer. Um, and now yes. we're back to yep. it's school and math. So I just ordered math books for my six-year-old uh, the other day. And I looked at my husband and I was like, we're doing it again. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. here, here we yeah. go. But just keeping. Yep. It's time. Yeah, it's time, right? And how do you keep um, the word of God at the forefront of everything you're doing? Like how in the busyness of life, um, how do we mm -hmm. purpose to teach our children the word? Mm -hmm. You know, when I was writing this book, it made me recall uh, how it was a learning process for me from the time I started having children until now. And I certainly haven't achieved or attained perfection in this area, but it's definitely um, something that I have learned that it's something I had to own, like realize that it was laced into every area of my motherhood. So women will ask me, um, so how do you teach your children the word? How do you get them to obey? How come your children um, seem so sweet? And I thought, I thought, you know, um, this is part of our everyday life. And so years and years ago, I realized that the more that I teach them God's word daily, like into everything we do. So it doesn't mean I'm always saying God's word says, God's word says, right. but I'm like entwining it into everything that we're doing, my speech, our actions, our um, thoughts, our attitudes, uh, the more they retain that. And in the end, it, it's really less work 
for us as moms, mm. because what happens is they they recall that it becomes uh, part of who they are, and so it's like what we eat, you know, it becomes of you know what we look like, and so uh, I realize it's really taken a lot of the guesswork and a lot of the drudgery and a lot of the hard stuff out of my motherhood because God's and God ends up doing that work for me because his word is in them. Mm. So, you know, just simple scripture memory and actions and things that referring back creation and all of those things that I kind of include in my book. Um, I realized over the years that when it's time, crunch time um, for something I may have to address with them, I can say, well, you know, so what does First Corinthians 13 say about love? Love is what? And they just know love is patient. And all I have to do is really look at them because then God is convicting them. It's not me. Right. <laughs> and so I just, I love that, that uh, being purposeful about that uh, really kind of skims all that hard work off the top, which I think we mm. feel as moms sometimes we're like, why can't they get this? Why can't they get this? Why can't they get this? And then uh, we realize um, well, I realized that integrating God's word into everyday life um, really so solved that I should problem for me. It was really exciting to see that transform my children over the years. Well, when you talk about, you know, and I think this is kind of where um, where I end up getting a lot of questions from listeners because I think you and I have a similar uh, a similar perspective and kind of a way that we've gone at raising your children, not a perfect way, because we're, we're learning mm -hmm. as we go. I think we're still, I'm still sure. learning. I mean, there's still parts of me yes. that I'm like, wow, look at that. God is still burning away the chaff. Like <laughs> there's still, yes, you yes, know, definitely. And, and I think motherhood is a sanctifying process. So not to come across mm -hmm. as, you know, um, I think either one of us, because we know that we're not, you know, um, at, we, we no. I think the minute we think we've arrived then we've, we're going to have a pride problem. So oh, when, sure. when we talk about motherhood and talk about, turning our kids to the Lord. I think what you're saying, what I'm hearing you say is we got to, it has to be ingrained in us, right? As mothers, right. like yes. we need to know mm -hmm. that we know that we know um, that mm -hmm. God created us, yep. that he has a plan and a purpose for our lives and for our children. And then, then it's like, uh, it becomes living water at that point because you can't help yes. but spill that into the lives of your children. It's part of your DNA and becomes part of your motherhood mm -hmm. DNA. Is that kind of in your experience? Yes, that yeah, exactly. And it took me, and it's, it's still a battle every day. I um, actually part of my book, one of the chapters is the struggle is real. I talk about you know a mother in the word can lead her family well, but it talks about how it's a struggle, yeah. you know, to be in the word. But um, what I did over the years is I just started keeping notes in the margins of my Bible and in mm. little notebooks by my bed and in my car and in my purse, just uh, topics that and verses. So I could just go there and uh, just to refer to. And over the years, those verses are now, you know, ingrained in my mind mm -hmm. and I just pull from them and mm -hmm. still the struggle is real. But mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think an overwhelmed, struggling mom that's honest with her children is really one of the biggest testimonies of God's work mm -hmm. to her children because mm -hmm. God can see, I mean, our children can see what God is doing in her life. Um, I want my children to know I'm imperfect and I struggle and I have, I go weeks without reading the word sometimes. And I realize, Oh, what have I done? And I tell my older girls that, and we talk about this and um, it's just been really 
good experience for me over mm-hmm. the years to realize that my children need to see my weaknesses mm-hmm. and learn from that. Mm-hmm. That's so. exactly right. And I think one of the things I've noticed in my own life, and actually this is kind of an aha moment for me, and I wrote about it um, in the book that's coming out in two weeks. But I one of the one of the big big moments for me was I realized that the minute my feet hit the floor in the morning, the battle for who's gonna who's gonna direct my heart that day begins. And right. every single time I choose to start the crock pot or move the clothes from the washer into the dryer or, you know, whatever it is, or mm-hmm. I wake up late or whatever, and I don't get in the word, the chances of me getting in the word later on the day are like slim to none <laughs> because yes. after right. that, I'm like crock pots and curriculum, you know, until yeah. until my yeah. husband got home from work. And I feel like at that, I remember just, um you know, sitting one evening, just talking to my, my husband and just saying, you know what, I just feel really like this is a like for real, like this is the battle. This is the the defining battle of this generation of mothers is for the enemy just to keep us out of the word because he knows that a woman who isn't in the word, particularly a mother, it's like our Mm -hmm. eyes for discerning truth in the culture grow dim. And I don't know if you've noticed this in your Mm -hmm. own life or if you notice it in the culture, but I'm wondering, can you address it just a little bit? Because I think um, women need to understand what's at stake. Like when we're not grounded in the word, we're actually just Mm -hmm. not grounded. Right. Well, our... I, you know, I have um, older daughters now, and so I feel like a lot of time, times when I'm um, talking to them about culture, and I also have younger daughters, I feel like I'm constantly growing in this area. I'm talking to them about culture and social media and the things that pull us away from our primary purpose as to what God would want us to do with our lives. Right. I'm also, I'm also talking to myself. Like I can hear, right. I, I'm talking to them, but I can hear myself and I think, oh, I just did that today. I just spent so much time yeah. working on this book or I just spent so much time thinking about what I need to do for um, school. And um, But the culture pulls at this generation even stronger than I think yeah. it was for us. And um, so when I talk to my girls, I hear myself saying, um, you know, if your ba- if your time is not balanced, because I tell them those are not always bad things, um, because they have to be in the world, yep. they have to live in the world. Yep. So I I tell them to make sure that they have a balance. It's it's not all or nothing. It's about being equipped. So something that I say to my kids every day now, and you know this is different than when I when I had newborns, when I had newborns, that was basically like survival. But even now Hello. I think back, it would have been, it would have been so helpful for me to remind myself to put on the armor of mm-hmm, God. And mm-hmm. I tell my, my girls this all the time, you know, put on God's armor, you know, the shield of faith and the breastplate of righteousness and the belt of truth. And then you have to do that before you face the culture, before you face the yeah. things that are going to want to pull you away. And, uh, it is. Yeah. It's a battle. But I tell my kids that we have to be ready. We have to be ready because um, it's just like when when the Israelites were, for, they forgot God. And I told them the other day, I was talking to them and I said, you know, all those generations went by and God's name got lost and they began to worship idols. I said, we can, that sounds know, familiar. We we have to be careful not to let that happen. And and I said to them, I always I always say to my kids questions. So how can you, how can you keep that from happening? Like mm-hmm. I want it to be their passion. Mm-hmm. And so I think as a mom, my job I've discovered is to help my kids own their faith. You know what I mean? So that I'm not just telling them what to do or mm-hmm. always teaching. At some point, I want them to 
like pick up the baton and carry it. And I always yeah. say to moms, like you're, you know, you, Heidi, you and I, our ceiling is their floor. So as high as we attain to reach people for Christ or to make an impression or whatever it is we do with our lives, that's their floor. That's where they begin. And so, yeah. um, it's a serious occupation, motherhood, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> well, and it, and it does. I think it really does matter. And this idea of um, suiting up and telling your children, listen, you you need to learn. I think mothers, when our children are little, we teach them how to put on the armor of God by by being in the Word with them, by reading the yes. Word, by saturating our homes with the truth of God's Word. When we hear something on the news or we see something in a movie that we know right. is not right, then we we make an effort to correct those things and to train our children children in righteousness. But at some point, we are also helping our children make that transition so that they're not depending on someone else to put on the armor of God for them. It's interesting to me to note that we're living in a generation of really immature Christians who we want to go to church and we Mm -hmm. want our pastor to suit us up, right? We want our pastor to put on the armor of God for us. But the apostle Paul basically looked looked those guys right in the face and said, you need to do that yourself. You need to put right. on the armor of God yeah. for yourself. And part of what we're doing as mothers is just teaching our children how to do that. And it's powerful right. and it will have an impact, I yeah. think, in the generations to come. Right, right. Yeah. And I tell my kids, you know, here in our home, it's like your own culture. And all the moms listening, you know, your home is your culture for Christ. Yeah. And I always tell my children, if you cannot love the people in your home well, you will never be able to love other people well. Yeah. And so that's where I begin. I just, you know, this is what love is. This is how Jesus loved us. This is what it looks like. Let's start right here in our home. Yeah. And then when they go out into the world and, you know, they're trying to make an impact on the generations, then they can start there. You know, in our generational yeah. culture today, there's a lot of strife and conflict. And yeah. um, right now, like in our in our world, this is a great time to focus on these things in our home. And that's where it begins is right, right here, right in our, in our hearts and in our homes. And, um, and I, and I write that in my book on how to teach your children to love one another well. And I think that's hard. I mean, because we're all together all the time, right? right? Living life. Right, so right. It's a real thing. It's a real like, thing. Why, why, why so. is Sunday morning on the way to church? Why are we at each other's throats? You know, I mean, it's like every, you know, my husband was a pastor for a long time. And so he would get up, he, he was gone before um, the kids would leave in the morning for church. And so, you know, it was up to me for years and years to, you know, get them, get the girls all dressed and out the door and you know, right. and by the time we got mm-hmm. to church, I'm telling you what, I would say at least 50% of the time, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to drop you kids off at church and I'm going to go Starbucks and try to make the voices <laughs> in my head stop talking to me, you know, because, and I, it really mm-hmm. is, it's a struggle. And I think moms need to recognize that the, that, um, the struggle is real and it's not yeah. just, it's not, it's not real for no reason. It's real on purpose. It's real because you have a real enemy. We have a real right. adversary and he wants to keep our children um, from achieving or from understanding and walking in the authority that that God says belongs to them as children of the living God. And so I think it's part of the reason why mm-hmm. I love the message of why motherhood matters so much. And I just want to thank you. so Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I have a couple other questions. Would you mind coming back on Friday? We can pick this up again. Oh, my pleasure. I'd be excited too. 
I'm going to have September come back this Friday on September 1st, and we're going to we're going to go over some rules for biblical communication in your home, so that as you're giving um, your children um, insight into the Word of God every day, you can have sort of a framework to do that in. So September's going to come back on Friday, and we're going to talk about that. In the meantime, I hope you guys have all checked your inboxes. You should have um, the September scripture writing challenge in there, and I actually am spending the whole month of September talking about becoming mom strong and what it means to train your children in righteousness in a culture and spiritual decline. And I'm just so thrilled to see what God is doing among other Christian women, especially mothers who are writing books right now and basically saying to women everywhere, come back to the word of God, come back to the authority of scripture, come back to a place of training your children in righteousness, because I believe and I know September does too, that when faith finds its feet in this generation of mothers, amazing things are going to happen. So September, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Heidi. All right, you guys, thanks for listening in today. Don't forget to leave a review for this podcast over at iTunes and hashtag it HSJ podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We appreciate you helping us get the word out about the podcast and I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.